Hi, and welcome to the podcast Love and Other Drugs with me, one of your hosts, Robin. This is going to be a podcast about life, love, and all the wonderful and not so wonderful in betweeny bits. Stay tuned for today's episode, which is getting to know me and getting to know Amy a little more intimately. and welcome to our introductory episode to Love and Other Drugs. We are very excited to be sharing this with you today before you binge on our main episodes. Today, Amy and I are going to be giving you a little background on who we are and what inspires us. As I mentioned, I'm Robin, I'm 36, and I work in IT with Amy. I graduated from university as a mature student not too long ago now with a degree in leadership and management, Uh, but I promise you it's definitely not as boring as it may sound. I actually bloody loved it Um, and it really inspired me to become a better leader and a better person all around, although I am still working on that part. I currently live in the northeast of England, and as you may be able to tell, my accent is a little transatlantic, shall we say. Uh, This has come from both growing up here and in Australia, where my dad and my second family live. I feel being exposed to a different culture has really, it's really shaped who I am, and it's given me a pretty broad worldview. And despite how unsettled my childhood and growing up stages were, I actually wouldn't change it for the world. Speaking of world, I absolutely love to travel. Being as unsettled as I was, you never really know like where you belong and you just, it's really, I've really struggled to find that feeling of home. Like when people ask me, you know, where do you consider your home to be? I just never know how to answer that question. Um, And I thought I was alone in this sort of way of thinking. But Marlene Lowe, actually talking about this very sentiment whilst interviewing Martin Evans in episode four of her podcast, The Wild Adventures podcast. It's given me some peace of mind and a different perspective on this kind of like lifelong struggle of mine. So go check her podcast out if you haven't stumbled across it already. And to make it a little easier for you, I've popped it in the show notes of today's segment. On the flip side, though, it's also given me a strong element of impulsiveness to go and check out other parts of the world. And I'd have to say my most favorite adventure yet was traveling on my own from Alabama to Texas. Um, Traveling solo is absolutely my favorite and my preferred method to travel. I just find it really liberating and It's the only, I guess it's like one of the only times where I ever feel like truly myself because people, you can just be you or be be whoever you want to be that you've maybe, you know, that person that you've been trying to discover and people don't have, you know, any expectations of you. But I I always end up going back to the South. I all have a really deep love for the deep South. And there's just, I don't know, there's just something about the way that the orange sunsets tear their way through that big old blue sky. I've just, I've seen nothing like it in my life. I actually went on a little date kind of thing when I was in Texas. I met a really cute guy from the hostel boat trip on Lake Travis. He was actually driving the boat and he had this like shoulder length brown hair and it was blowing in the wind. And I just, I couldn't stop staring at him like a little creep. 
Um, but I somehow managed to score a little hangout with him later um, on that night. I don't know how, but I did. And we ended up driving to this really remote ranch in the middle of nowhere. Um, I appreciate this sounds a little sinister, but bear with me. There was no light pollution. And we just lay on like an outdoor blanket. And in between making out, we just sort of gazed up at the cosmos. You know, and I remember it being so engulfing. And the stars were huge. Like I'd never seen so many shooting stars in all my life. So I think it would be fair to say it has been one of the best dates I've ever been on. So Ian, if you're listening to this, boy, you've got game. So if you haven't been able to tell already, I'm a pretty deep adventurous soul with a bunch of life experience. Um, Most of it's been pretty awesome, but I've had some like really, like I mean really shitty experiences, like we all have, especially when it comes to dating. (laughs) And I can also get pretty bad anxiety from time to time. So I will be talking about that and ways that I cope along with my dating disasters in future episodes down the road. I'd say... All of this has been the inspiration for me wanting to do this podcast with Amy. I love writing and I've tried blogging, but I just found like it only captured part of my voice. And I was just, I I don't know, I just felt like there was something missing. So fast forward a couple of years to lockdown 2020, I finally discovered how to meet my sort of need of expressing my full voice um, and just sharing it with the world through this podcast. And it's it's given me such a great sense of fulfillment and opened up a lot of doors to meet and connect with people from all over the world, which is, uh, but it's been pretty relieving for me, actually, because I've been uh, self-isolating and, you know, on my own here in, in, in lockdown for around 10 weeks now. For those of you that are on the fence about starting a podcast, um, you know, like if you've been in lockdown and you've been wanting to find a creative outlet just do it. You know, you'd be so surprised at how easy it is. You just need a pretty decent mic and a computer and you're good to go. Someone posted on Twitter the other day actually about podcasting being a therapy. And I was like, damn, at me some more, you know, like this has just been such a creative outlet for me. We use Captivate FM as our podcast hosting platform. Uh, So as new podcasters, they actually couldn't have made it any easier for us. Sometimes I can get stressed out pretty easily which triggers my anxiety and then like things just go to shit um but there's been literally zero stress with the setup for those of you that really want to use something that's easy you know and user friendly their interface is you know clean and simple to use there's no contract and if you're already a podcaster and you're wanting to make the switch you can actually move to captivate fm for free um there's just a whole host of different reasons why, you know, we chose them. But for me, though, the communication and their sort of industry leading support has been incredible. And their Facebook group has opened so many doors for us in terms of really getting quick responses to questions. Like we'll post a question and then like within two minutes, somebody will answer. You can be a guest on people's show. Uh, you can network and find guests to be on your show. And sort of, as I was mentioning earlier, you know, that's how we met Marlene. Um, She was in in this Facebook group and it was literally friendship at first type. So keep your ears out for our collaboration episode with her in a couple of weeks. I'm going to move on to the final part of my segment now with a questions and answers session. So we posted some Q&As on our Insta story the other week. 
you can follow us on Insta and Twitter at L-A-O-D underscore podcast. So you could have the opportunity to ask us any questions that you wanted with a chance of having some of them featured in our show today. And we just want to say thank you so much to all the people that wrote in. We've actually picked our favorites. So I'm going to answer four and Amy will answer four in the next part of this show. First question, who is your spirit animal and why? Well, uh, that's actually easy for me. It's going to be Maura Tierney or more so her character Helen in the TV series, The Affair. If you have not watched this, please stop what you're doing and just sort this out immediately. She absolutely rocks a meltdown like no other. And I've had a fair few of those in my life. Um, and I don't know, her character is just so strong. Like she manages to be her pure self whilst navigating relationships in life. So even when she's in relationships, I don't know, she just seems to, she just seems to just really be herself. Like she still owns who she is. Granted, she can be a bit of a people pleaser sometimes, um, but she, she just still holds on to that sort of core authentic sense of self and I just found that really really inspiring so yeah go check that show out um I I just fucking love her she's awesome next question what food can't you live without this was tough for me because I bloody love food um it has to be chicken Kiev (laughs) and I've really discovered that since being in uh in lockdown so just There's a funny story about that in episode two, so add that to your binge list for today. Question three, what was your first pet and how old were you? (laughs) Okay, Um, this is a bit of a sad story for me, um, but one of my favorite Disney movies as a kid was Pinocchio. You actually just can't beat a Disney classic. And I really loved Cleo the goldfish. So um, I asked for this you know, a a goldfish as a pet, I suppose. I don't know whether this was normal, but I was a pretty weird little five-year-old. And my dad brought home this this goldfish one day after he'd finished work. So I thought, okay, this is really cool. Um, But, you know, Cleo must be getting really sick of swimming and drinking its own bathwater. That's what I used to call the, the fish tank water. So I thought I'd mix things up and give Cleo a drink of Coke and some Ribena juice because who who doesn't like Coke and Ribena juice? So um, I can attest to the fact though that fish, fish don't like Coke or Ribena juice and Cleo was sadly pronounced dead around five hours later. It was very difficult as a five-year-old actually to explain why I wanted to do this to my parents whilst they were flushing uh, Cleo's lifeless little body down the toilet. Um, But there you go. Rest in peace, Cleo. And the final question, what or who do you want abolished from the world? Oh, God. So many people. Like, just so many. So many people. Um, I mean, there are there are some things here that are pretty much just givens. You know, like, inequality. Like, we, I, I really just wish that the world could just be more equal, more equal opportunity for all. Political members, etc. I won't go into that. Um, but putting those aside... It's time to get serious. It would have to be Nicolas Cage. And the reason being is because he it's 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 out of my control. He he just frightens me like it's terror. 
Um, I, yeah, I actually have a phobia of him. Like I, I would go as far to say that I have a phobia and my family can attest to this. So, cause every time I see this man or I hear his monotone voice, I get goosebumps. And, um, but my, my biggest mistake was telling like my, my friends about this and my family for sure, because now I just end up getting tagged in endless memes and pictures. And I even get sent gifts with his face on. Um, so yeah, adios, Nick Cage. So that concludes the questions for me for this week. In the future, we would love to do more Q and A's with you. Uh, we'll be hosting and posting some more forms and polls on our Instagram, Twitter, and in our Facebook discussion group called Love and Other Drugs Discussion Group, which means, well, you've guessed it, you can discuss our episodes with other listeners. Our social media links will always be in the show notes of our episodes to give you a quick and easy way to access all the good stuff. Well, folks, that's it from me. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you can binge the rest of our episodes that we have delivered to you today on all your favorite podcast apps. I'm now going to hand you over to the lovely Amy, who is going to give you an insight into her mind and answer some of the burning questions that you have sent in for us. Ciao for now. Thank you, Robs. So as Robin has mentioned, this is an introductory episode. We just thought since the podcast is such a personal thing to us and we're telling you all of our deepest, darkest secrets, we would let you know a little bit about us and kind of what we've been through to get us to where we are now and what made us the people that we are today. So I'm Amy, I'm 22 years old and I currently work at the same place as Robin does. However, I am part-time, whereas Rob's full-time. So on the side of work, I also do a degree. So I'm doing a pharmacy degree now. I'm going into my sixth year in September, which I know is many years for a pharmacy degree, but that's due to foundation year and a reset of an exam I had to get 100% in, a dispensing exam, which I failed. So I had to redo a whole semester to redo that exam, which was a bit of a pain. However, I don't think that's going to be the career path I take. Looking back, I think the first time I did a placement in pharmacy, I realised it wasn't very me. The job I'm in now is definitely more accustomed to my personality and the way I work. But I'm also not sure about that. I'm very unsure of my future. I think a massive thing for me is I want to get out, see the world before I make roots and kind of really sit down. I'm from a little town in the northeast of England called South Shields. It's just along the water from Newcastle. And it's got a gorgeous beach and cliffs and it's such a beautiful place to live. I was born here and have never moved since. Well, actually, technically for the second year of uni, I moved out. However, I was never there because my mom wasn't too well. So I was always back and forth. So I kind of forget that happened, to be honest. But I think being in such a small town has always given me the want to go see so many different things. I live with my mom. Denise, my dad David and my brother Alex and we're incredibly close. You'll probably very often hear me talk about Denny and Dave or Alex. I'm incredibly fortunate with the family I've grown up with and I love them so dearly and I also am fortunate enough to have a big wider family as well. So my dad is one of four brothers and my mom's one of three children so we are definitely 
especially on my dad's side, very, very close to my cousins. And I think all in all, just from South Shields alone, there's about 30 of us. And then we've also got family in New Zealand, Switzerland and Canada. So I have all in all like a pretty huge family. But I, I think I'm very fortunate for that. We often go visit my auntie every like February time, March time to go skiing because Switzerland's amazing for skiing. That's one of my favorite things to do. I definitely sometimes prefer a winter holiday to a summer holiday. But that's, I think, because skiing's such a novelty for us. But also because it's a time when all of our family managed to be in the same place at the same time. Growing up with the family I have, especially on my dad's side, I was the only girl for a very long time, 10 years at least, before my younger two cousins were born. So it was very much me against the world when it came to those guys. So the only thing for me to do was to fit in. But I honestly don't think I should. I would change that for the world because they're, they're class. And, and I think because of them, and they've joked about this before, but I am the person I am today because being the youngest of six lads, it was very much a case of I need to do what they're doing. So if they jumped off a cliff, I would jump off a cliff. Or if they went to go play football together, I would just tag along to just be with them. We used to go to my grandma's every Sunday afternoon. And I think if it weren't for me being as close to them as I am, I wouldn't do half of the things I ever wanted to do. I think it's made me super independent. I just can't stress how much I value them. And this kind of leads on to my hobbies as well. I've always been one of those people who can kind of get away with doing anything because I grew up doing gymnastics. So I've always been quite a sporty, athletic person. So when I started to ski... I was naturally all right at that because of balance. I've surfed. Anywhere we go and we get a chance to do something we've never done before, the family are all for it. I used to swim when I was younger as well, but I had to quit that when I started doing gymnastics at an elite level. And I was pretty good. I was like six days a week, three and a half hours most days. Sometimes we did longer sessions if it was like school holidays and stuff like that. And I think gymnastics was the start of my obsession with travel because I was lucky enough to be chosen to go to a couple of different places with gymnastics and the main one was Florida so we went to America and I was so excited and we got there and all we did was train so I actually didn't really get to see any of America so I went for maybe like just short of two weeks and only got to see a gym and Universal Studios I didn't really get to see anything else that I wanted to see so I went home and Since then, I think in my mind, I was always just like, I need to go back to America. So since then, I've done Camp America, which I will not go into now, but I regret so dearly. I loved some of the people I met, but all in all, the experience was not the experience that everyone else had got. And I was a bit upset about that. But like I say, everything happens for a reason. And I think the experience I had in America the first time very much made me... It never put me off traveling. If anything, it made me want to go back and experience it for how I actually wanted to experience it rather than the experience I had the first time. So then since then, I've been interrailing all around Europe. So I did five weeks with one of my best friends. That was absolutely insane. It was tiring. We that I don't think there was a day we did less than 20,000 steps because there's so much to say in such a small amount of time. Then after that, I decided after I failed my second year of uni, I decided the best thing for me to do 
was just get away from everything, which is a bit of a escape for me. So I just decided to book some flights over to the West Coast and I flew into LA and made my way around to San Fran and decided to do a G Adventures group guided trip, which was one of the best things I've ever decided to do in my life. It was incredible. So fun. And I met the nicest people that I still talk to now. But then since then, I I think my next big adventure is going to be next year on my year off. I think my first one is Texas. And then I went ahead over east. So I am going on holiday to Bali next year in September. And I think after I head there, I might just start on my own trip by myself. Or I might bring someone along with me. I will see how it all works out, I guess. I think the hardest part of me talking on this podcast is going to be my experiences with dating because they're very different to most of the people at my age. I think a lot of people I know of are in relationships or have been in relationships or have had super long relationships or are just very comfortable in themselves whereas I'm not and you'll soon find out that I think I've been on three dates maybe some of them I'm not even sure were classed as dates or just going out so I have a huge lack of self-confidence and I think that stems from gymnastics and it, and it stems from a lot of different things but not being able to like properly socialize and not being focused on anything other than gymnastics until the age of 14 I didn't really learn makeup I didn't really have an interest in boys because I couldn't have time to go out I think one day I skipped a gym session because it was the last day of school and everyone was going to the beach and I I told my mom and dad and I was like can you ring my coach and tell her that I don't want to come in this time but my mom and dad don't lie for me they never have and I I can't see them ever doing it so they told her exactly where I was going which was to the beach with my friends and not to gymnastics so the next day I got in at 9am and I've never heard so much shit PR dead a child about the fact that they just wanted an afternoon to themselves. Because I think we only got Thursdays off for like, for so many years, I only had a Thursday off to do anything I wanted to do. And that was the day we always went to go see my grandma. So I didn't really have much of a childhood. And I think, well, I had a, I had a fantastic childhood, but I didn't have the normal teenager lifestyle that most people have at that age so then I was playing catch-up and then everyone was had their first case and everyone had been in their first relationship and that just petrified me so then because of that and I think because of the people I surrounded myself with at the time like boys wise I never felt confident enough so then I just kind of pushed it back so now I've still never been in a relationship I don't know whether I want to be I'd I guess part of this podcast is me finding out more about myself and maybe talking and talking myself into maybe going on an actual day at one time. So after quitting gymnastics, I picked up a few different hobbies, but the one that stuck was musicals. I fell in love with musicals, so I decided to join a stage school. Um, It's called Stamp, South Tyneside Academy of Musical Performance, and it's in South Shields, and it's... I'm still there now and I absolutely love it and it's where I met some of my closest friends 
So then I'm often in shows, whether it be pantomimes or our latest one with Sousa called The Musical, but we've done Legally Blonde and so many things like that. And I love to sing and I love to dance, so that's perfect for me. But I also love to sing and perform in the car. If you're ever in the car with me, it's always a one-man musical. And I also love to dance, whether it be in a club or whatever. But I guess one of my hobbies is also exercise. So after I quit gym, I put on a lot of weight and it was because of just doing so much and then stopping. But I was so lazy because everything had ever controlled for me. So the fact that I wasn't really allowed that much chocolate or I couldn't have a lot of sweets meant that as soon as I could have sweets, I had all of the sweets. And my auntie loves to tell stories about the fact that one day she turned around in the car at quarter past eight in the morning on the way to school and I was taken into two chocolate bars. So after that, I decided it was probably best to lose the weight and get back to how I was. We're still working on it, but we're slowly getting there. But then along the way, I decided actually I absolutely love to exercise. I love to run. I took part in the Great North Run last year, which was fab. I also did Tough Mudder last year, which was so fun. And I did that with a few friends from work. I dressed up as Thor and ran around in a child's Thor outfit whilst covered in mud and hopping over obstacles. I guess I just try and enjoy anything as much as I can. I Anything I do, I dive in with both feet, and I think I've been shown that by my dad, and then by my brother, and then by everyone in my family, that everything's an opportunity, and I never want to regret anything for not doing it. And then it's time for me to answer your questions now. So the first one was, where was my favourite destination or holiday so so far I think for nostalgia reasons my favorite holiday was when me and my dad's and hit my dad and his three brothers we all got our family with my grandma and granda and we went to Lake Garda in Italy now that is beautiful anyway but all of the memories and the stories that every we always tell at every party of Lake Garda and the fact that I at my age of seven jumped off like a three and a bit meter jetty just to stick in with my cousins is always brought up as well and I just I look back on that holiday with the fondest of memories and I only hope that I can replicate that again sometime because it it warms my heart to think about it it was the best time and the next question is an artist that I would never get sick of listening to And that would have to be Taylor Swift. Since I was younger, I've absolutely loved Taylor Swift. My my best friend Lucy, she loved her as well. So we would like, as sad as this sounds, don't judge me, walk back from brownies, playing our music out on our phones and just singing along. Or we'd be dancing around the sitting room, listening to Taylor Swift. I absolutely love her. I fell out of love with her a bit for a Reputation album. But then she released Lover and my heart is is hers again. But I, to be honest, will listen to any music. I was brought up with like soft rock and indie rock with my mom and dad. And then I absolutely love country music as well. So I put any song on and I'll enjoy it. Unless someone's screaming in my ear, I can't deal with screaming music just because it get, I'm really empathetic. So it just makes me so frustrated and angry. And then someone's asked what, I think my best quality is, um, which is a bit of a uncomfortable question for me to answer, if I'm honest, because I don't really like to talk about things like this. 
um my best quality is probably that I pride myself on thinking of others I would say I'm quite a thoughtful person and if someone's upset or if I know someone's not feeling so if someone's upset I'll do whatever I can to help them feel better or I, I very much just do things out of the blue I love making people care packages it's one of my favorite things to do a couple of little notes in there nice little presents for everyone I just it I take so much happiness in giving that out to people so I definitely I yeah I would say I'm thoughtful and the last question is what makes you genuinely happy I'd say there was two things that make me genuinely happy and the first one is the feeling you get when you are traveling and you go somewhere or you walk up a mountain and you get to the view and you experience that like the feeling in your chest of like as you look out to everywhere and see these beautiful views or say for the Grand Canyon that feeling where you you're just experiencing somewhat new the first time I ever went to New York I was by myself and I was just walking around New York completely in awe and I I love that feeling that feeling genuinely makes me so happy and the second thing is singing in the car with my friends doing like harmonies taking a five-part harmony in the car mostly to musicals but then if I'm by myself it's mostly like Taylor Swift, Maisie Peters, something like that and I just there's not many better feelings of singing singing in the car so thank you so much for those questions we really struggled to get it down to just eight actually but that concludes this episode I guess I hope you have learned a little bit about me and a little bit about Robin that you weren't really expecting so if you haven't already make sure to press that subscribe button and follow us on twitter and instagram at laod underscore podcasts laod underscore podcast and we would love it if you joined our facebook discussion group all of these links are going to be below in our info box we are going to start putting polls in there we're going to have discussions we hope that you're as excited as we are to find out what other listeners think about the topics that we're going to talk about so the, and the last thing I want to talk about is that we're actually doing a review competition so on our two-week anniversary of our launch Robs and I decided that we would give out a prize so we've partnered with a local artist who's a friend of ours and they've decided to draw a design a unique design that's not our logo for a t-shirt or a mug or whatever you're after to be honest it's your choice however all you have to do is review our podcast in Apple or Spotify and just after our two-week anniversary we're going to pick our favorite review and they'll win a piece of our first ever merchandise. But anyway, thank you so much for listening to our intro and I hope you really enjoy our episodes as well. They drop every Wednesdays, so make sure to give them a listen. Bye guys. Bye.